All right, everyone, and welcome back to the Business of Fitness podcast. I'm your host, Jason Kleep, and on today's episode, I'm rolling solo. I'm diving this idea about scaling yourself and building the business instead of it being a hobby. And this is a super touchy subject, and it's one that a lot of owners can relate to. I know I can relate to it, and I want to dive into this idea that if you really want to build a business, you have to let go a little bit. If you really want to build a business, You got to realize that you being in there 10 hours a day, coaching all the classes, it's just not sustainable long term. And you need to let go a little bit to go 10x forward. Before we dive into the episode, just want to let you know that if you have not checked out the NC Fit Collective, all the session plans, all the programming, all the daily videos, everything that we're putting out from NC Fit, and you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you got to check it out. You got to at least check it out. And if you are a part of the collective, And if you haven't seen all the additional tools that we're rolling out through the NC Fit Partner Program, got to check it out. I mean, these are things that we really believe in. And I was recently on a podcast with Savon, and we were talking about how it all came to be. And if you haven't checked out that episode, we're going to link it below in the show notes. But it was a really great way to explain how did the collective and how did the partner program come around and what are they really about? But as of today, what I want to talk about is how to 10x the business by letting go a little bit to catapult you to the next level. Let's dive into an incredible episode and keep getting after it. Let's go. All right, so let's see. About a week ago, we were on our monthly webinar for the NC Fit Partner locations. And we have a private Slack channel where the different um, owners go on there, they ask their questions, and we discuss things. Well, the topic of this webinar, and we do one once a month, was about this idea of um, owning better and being a better owner, growth, et cetera. And at the end, we did a Q&A for 45 minutes, whatever. And one of the questions that came up was from one of our partners, and she was saying that she was having a very difficult time identifying coaches to take over for her. She felt like their gym prided themselves on high-quality, incredible coaching, And she felt like at the time she was the only one that could provide that. And as I was listening to her, I wanted to provide some constructive feedback because I had been there several years ago. I was in the exact same boat and you know that you want to have the best quality product on the floor. You know that you really, really care about the attention to detail and finding people that have that same attention to detail, that same care for a business that isn't theirs is challenging. But if we continue to put expectations on people that are unrealistic or continue to assume that we're the only people that could do the job right, we're always going to be one step behind and never be able to get past anywhere because the business will be defined by yourself and it will be um, essentially, uh, the word I'm looking for is like strangled or or, or reduced down because you're not going to allow it to grow because you're not going to give up any of that control. And so when I was slacking back and forth with this partner, I summarized it as saying, yes, one of the challenges that came across while on the call is the ability to scale yourself. For me, coming to the realization that I wasn't the best at everything, even though I thought so, and that if I ever wanted to grow and build a business, I would need to delegate, trust others, and accept a small bit of drop in my, my version of perfect for them to create their own was a big task. Definitely something we could discuss. Um, you know, let's get on the phone. But I want to start by saying this, I would need to delegate, trust others, and accept a small bit of drop in my version of perfect 
for them to create their own version. And it's super, super difficult because I look back at it like 10 years ago, maybe we, we provided our first coaching job to um, one of our coaches. We've been blessed to have some amazing people. But I remember like, oh, it was my way. It was always my way. And oh, the members love the way I coach. And, and I'm the best at this. And I'm the best at that. And subconsciously, consciously, that's what I was telling myself. And maybe that's what you're telling yourself right now is that, you know, the members want you. You are the best coach. No one else could do it as good as you. And I think we need to kind of check our ego, take a step back for a second and recognize that even if that is true, let's just say you're the best. I mean, you are the absolute best and you could coach 10 hours a day at the highest level on the planet. You're never going to be able to build a business. It will just be a job or a hobby because if you want to go away for a week on vacation, your business wouldn't be able to survive. And so I think that's an important realization. So let's start here. If you think you're the best at everything throughout the duration of the day, whether that's answering the phones, answering emails, coaching classes, you're the best at everything. Well, if you ever want to leave the business or sell the business or, or exit the business, there's no business to be had because it's all predicated on you. So if you assume that's, that's accurate, then we have an obligation to figure out some alternatives. Secondly, I don't believe that we're the best at everything. I, I don't. I believe everybody comes to the table with a different set of skills, and it's very difficult to be the best at answering phones, answering emails, servicing members, and coaching classes, because how do you do all those things at the same time? So if you're coaching a class and the phone rings at 5 p.m., you're probably not going to answer it. Well, now are we providing the best service to that member, or will we be better off hiring someone to work the front desk or someone else to answer the phone to then be able to service them? And I've told this story before, but I think it's really relatable to this particular case. I, it was 2012 or 11, and at the time, I would answer all the phones at NC Fit, and I was competing for Team USA. This must have been 2011 or 12. I, I can't remember. And I was in Southern California with Matt Chan, and he, he left a profound impact on me with something he said. The phone rings, and I answer it. At the time, I think our, our business was called NorCal Cross. I said, hey, NorCal Cross, this is Jason. How can I help you? So I talk to this woman, and I answer her questions, et cetera, and then I hang up. And Matt looks at me, and he goes, oh, who was that? I said, oh, it's a new lead for our gym. I said, you know, I like to take every um, new lead because – I want to over-service them and, and do a great job. And he just looks at me. He's like, hey, man, I'm just letting you know you didn't do a very good job there. You know, you're distracted. You're out here. We're trying to compete. We're trying to win. And you didn't give her the best service. And part of me was really thrown off, right? Because I, I, I didn't necessarily, I had to really kind of be humbled in that sense and say, man, you're totally right, Matt. And after that day, I came home and I started realizing that my 70% will never be as good as someone else's 100%. And delegating was a requirement if I wanted to move forward as a business owner. And after that day, I stopped answering the phones and we started seeing more success. After that day, I stopped coaching all the classes, for example, and I started seeing more success. Now, it's scary to give up. It's scary to delegate things. It's scary to trust other people. And we've been burned for sure. And you've probably been burned. But you also then find these gems and these jewels and these, these employees and staff and family that, that really just take your business to the next level. But unless we let them, we'll never really know. And sometimes they sink, but man, sometimes they swim. And when they do, it is beautiful because it allows you to focus on the things that are really moving the needle for the business and things that you're really talented at and allows someone else to focus on what they're really talented at. 
And so I think just to summarize this, what, seven-minute podcast, is that my reflection on the partner question was that you need to let go a little bit. You need to train as best you can, right, and try and provide the best guardrails, but they're never going to be you. And you shouldn't want them to be you. You should want them to be inspired by you. You should be able to provide the guardrails and expectations. But we also want to let them thrive, which is one of the reasons why at NC Fit, we didn't roll out a franchise program. We rolled out a license because what we wanted to do is we wanted to learn from others and hear what they're doing well so we could incorporate it into our business as well. And when everybody is cookie cutter, it never allows for critical thought and, and, and growth. And so as an employer, I think it's really important to train your team, set them up for success. But at the same time, don't expect them to be just like you. And that's okay. And if you think you're doing everything perfectly, you, you got to take a step back and realize that, you know, you might have to have a humble conversation with yourself that no one's perfect and surely not perfect at everything. And, and we need to let go to 10x where we're at. If I had let go of certain things earlier, our business would be in an astronomically different place than it is today. But I also wouldn't be able to have those lessons learned unless I actually went through it myself. And this doesn't just relate to coaching. I think coaching is the most relatable because a lot of us are listening right now, probably coaching seven, eight hours a day, five hours a day. And we feel like we're just kind of like in a rate rat, you know, uh, rat race and just over and over and over again. But I think what's really important is identify someone who cares. Work with them on the weekends or off hours to train and develop their skills. Have them shadow you. Then let them coach a class and you could assist. And are they going to be perfect? No. But if you ever want to grow, we have to let them get their reps in. And that's a really, really tough thing to do. But it's the only solution to where we want to go. Train them up as much as you can outside the operations. But eventually they have to get in there. And I guarantee you three months later, you're going to look back at that and be like, wow, this person has freed me up to do so many other things. Our business is in a growth trajectory. We're out of that vicious cycle and now we're in a growth phase. So keep getting after it. Keep training hard as you guys are always do. And um, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, if you haven't checked out the NC Fit Partner Program or the Collective and you're getting value from these podcasts, just imagine 10x of that in our actual partner calls because it's more of a Q&A. So I hope you and your family are doing well. I hope your business, you could evaluate it from a bird's eye view and kind of sit there and say, hey, what am I holding on to too tightly? What do I need to let go of? And how do I actually reflect on, you know, it's okay for someone to come in and take over a position and be great at it. I want them to be great at it because that's only going to add more value to your business over time. Let other people thrive, set the expectations, and boy, I, I am fired up for today's podcast. So keep crushing it, and I'll see you again next week for another episode of the Business of Fitness podcast. Let's go.